0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005.
2: On the tee from Australia, Adam Scott. There it is, Adam Scott. Expect anything different? Brilliant. What an up and down that was. In
1: your life have you seen anything like that?
2: Welcome to the clubhouse. Oh yeah, great to be back. G'day everyone and welcome to the Clubhouse for 2017. It is brilliant to be back on the air talking all things golf right around the country. Julian Bayard is my name. Mark Allen is here. Hey Marco. G'day Jules. It's good to be back. Look at you. Oh, bright and brightly. Just, just a short six week break over summer for good me. Good for you mate. Now you deserve
1: the break. You do. It's not just the golf show, you do. You do lots of shows. Yes. And uh, well done mate. Nice to see you back. I'm glad you had a good break. Disappointed the handicap's still at six. It I is. thought you might have yeah. snuck down the five, <laughs> but you're playing well, and that's
2: great. Yeah, it's So good for you. Now it's good to be back, mate, and thanks to all the boys for filling in over summer. They and, did a great uh, job. They did, and uh, well played to you, mate. Hope you, uh, you have a good summer break, uh, good Christmas, all, New Year period. Yeah, I've,
1: I'm, I've got, um, so I'm back doing the golf shows, mm-hmm. but uh, I think I go back on air at uh, in Melbourne um, on 11 16th, and on uh, the 16th, so looking forward to it. Playing a Can't lot of I'm golf? Wait. I'm playing a lot of golf. I've just look the Victorian Open. So Golf Victoria, they put their hand out about a month ago and said, "Listen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we've got a spot for you in the Victorian Open if you want it." Yeah, I said, "Well, let me let me just see what's going on." So, <laughs> I love playing in that tournament. It's a great event. You know, it's five hundred thousand dollars off of grabs. So I started uh, putting the nose down a little bit. Started getting the game in order. Yep. So I think I'm I think I'm in order from tea to green. Mm-hmm. But I'm just uh, need to just. Steady up uh, the putting. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not shooting low scores. I'm stuck. I'm, I'm the like in, in a comp, right? So yeah. just in the Monday, in yeah. the Wednesday comps and Saturday comps, I'm shooting even part. Yeah. But that's 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 crap. Yeah.
2: You know, you got to be. <laughs> if you want
1: to be good, if you want to be, a, you know, if you want to be, a, you want to be able to shooting. You want to shoot sixty six. You yep. want to shoot sixty five every once in a while. I'm mm-hmm. just not doing it. So, um, I'm fighting myself over these putts, and I'm just. I don't know. i just. There's no, no confidence. No. There's no. There's no. There's no swagger in yeah, my right. putting ability at all. It's mm-hmm. just, oh, don't miss. Yeah. You know, that's. Got the hips, mate. <laughs> no, not quite the <laughs> yips. Jules. Don't say that. But, um, you know, I reckon we all, I reckon all, all golfers get get there, mm. whether it's in their hitting. It's like, oh, don't make a mistake. Yeah. And that don't make a mistake, I don't know, way of thinking.
2: Yeah.
1: Kids don't think that way. You know, we always look at kids and they're fearless. They seem fearless. Well, they're not. But they just don't really care about. Yeah, just step up in the putt. This one's the only one that counts, and I want it to go in.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, bad luck. All right. Now this one's the only one that counts. I want it to go in. Mm. Oh, all right, that one's in. Yeah. So they, they just there's no there's no consequence. Yeah. For the kids, They love They're it. They're so new to the game; it they doesn't matter. It. And I think I've somehow got to start thinking. Like a kid. Yep. Just walk up and hit. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we had this chat. <laughs> maybe could maybe be, that's it. You could be funny, my life coach I played from a, there on
2: played a fair bit over the break. Yeah. And played a lot by myself as well. Just walked around with a couple of balls oh, in the back. How pocket. good is that? It's a it's nice day. It's, it's a nice amazing, way to play. It's amazing on the greens when you there's no pressure. And you just step. You don't even really line it. You sort just have a look from behind the ball. You don't yep. line up the marker on the ball That's or anything. You step up and hit. The amount of putts that you make yep. when you just feel. A step up and hit. There's a lot to be said for just walking up on oh, the green yeah. and having a look and just hitting. How
1: then the, 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 it's a really interesting topic that you've brought up. How often are you playing with somebody and you're staying? You're watching this ball roll towards the hole from the wrong angle. You know, yep. you're not directly in front of it, but you know it's in. Yeah. So your brain. Actually knows quite a bit. Yeah, you don't have to line up from every single angle. All it really does is it settles you down a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes you might see something, but in actual fact, it's just cal- like the pros. It's just calming them. You're just calming down. You're trying to slow your heart rate down. Because I know myself. I'm playing with you know people who shoot eighties and nineties yeah. uh, most Wednesdays, and I'm, I'm, I'm every once in a while they'll hit a putt, and I go, "That's in." And you can see, you just know, you just know know it's in. So your mind actually, your mind when it's not under pressure or when it's not life and death, it seems, it's only a comp, you you, you can actually see stuff pretty quickly. Mm. But I, I imagine it's maybe we've got to start calming ourselves down before you actually get to the ball. Maybe you've got to calm yourself down a little bit before you get to the green. Maybe that's probably the yeah. next step and yep. advancement in professional golf. It's not, all right, I've hit this 7-iron to 6-foot and I've got this 6-footer now to go 7-under for the day. Mm-hmm. And if I go 7-under for the day, then I'm leading this tournament. Well, let, let's calm myself down now. Maybe once you've hit that 7-iron to 6-foot and you've done a fist pump or whatever in professional golf or even even club golf, maybe when you're walk walking up, maybe that's the time to start, okay, just let's just calm bit. down, yeah. chill out, relax. Mm. And then, you know, put yourself in the first and away you go. Yep. And hopefully you don't, you know, you're not you're not putting in fifth, <laughs> flat out, a <laughs> 100 miles. Now, it's, it. inter- it's interesting you say it because mm. I agree, you know, the putting green uh, before round, I can't miss. Yeah. Because You just you drop step- a couple of balls you down, you can't miss. on the yeah. same
2: as you. There's a lot to be said for it. A lot to yeah. be said for it. How good, though, like, you said it, how good is just walking around a golf course by yourself? In the shadows. Just two or three balls in your pocket. A couple yep. off the tee. Yep. You walk up to the first, second wall, you hit. A yep. couple more there. Yeah, oh, a lot brilliant. To be said for it. it, it to be it's absolutely brilliant. It. My
1: uh, I, my, my golf coach here at Texas Tech, I was having a tough time. You know, there's some of these things you can do when you're playing by yourself. Yep. I was having a really tough time with the way I was scoring. I was shooting 73-74, and in college golf, 73-74 is uncompetitive. Mm. So... I went to him and, I, and he's going, What's you know, what's the story? You know, we didn't get you from Australia to shoot 73s and 74. Mm, I go, well, no, I'm just not hitting the ball very well. And he looked at me and said, that's not right. You hit the ball really well. He's just not scoring. So he got me out one night after after practice to play nine holes. he said, we're going to play uh, a scramble, they call it. But we call it an Ambrose. We're going to play an Ambrose with your short game. So any time you get from 110 yards, so 100 meters, which made it easy, 110 yards in, you can hit two shots. Mm-hmm. So we went out and played uh, just nine holes, and I shot seven on the par. So I wasn't hitting a second ball off the tee. I wasn't hitting a second ball to the greens. But my short game, one, you become a better green reader Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that first ball kind of goes as you – this is my sight ball. But two, because you've got a sight ball, the first one doesn't count as much. You always think, oh, it doesn't matter if I miss this one because I've got the second one coming. And it's amazing how often the first one goes in. That's right. So the lesson he the lesson he taught me is you don't have to hit the ball like a like a dream. You don't have to hit the ball like Ben Hogan to score like Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. You can actually hit the ball reasonably well, but it's all about that short game and the thing that you touched on a little while ago, getting into that golf zone. Mm. You know, we always talk about the sports zone. Yeah, you, know, you see players, you see CG43 for Melbourne United. Every <laughs> once in a while he's in the zone. Yep. He goes ballistic. Doesn't Who's it? the Houston player we saw the other week with the beard? Oh, mate. He had 53 points, 15 assists, and 15. I uh, can't think of his name. Oh, the beard. Harden. Harden. Hard, 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 yes, Harden. James Harden. James Harden. There we go. Just in the zone. Yep. In the zone. Well, in golf, the zone in golf is very different. It's almost like you don't care. Yep. You're trying but you don't care it's a weird zone um, and that you can achieve that and feel it when you do that drill where you have the Ambrose and let's say you know hundred 110 is probably a long way for uh, your your average golfer so let's play why don't we start playing an Ambrose with an average player from about 120 meters so once you get inside that zone and be strict you know if you're 125 don't play two mm-hmm. just play one if you start getting within 120 meters as an amateur, play a little Ambrose late at night and just see your potential and unlock the zone. That's it. Because that first ball, oh, that first ball where it's, secret to success, it's just the sighting, it's just the sighting ball yeah. and you know you've got the other one in reserve and you think that's the serious one. <laughs> I'll just see the line here and the serious one. You, you'll You'll unlock what it feels like to be in the golf zone. Yeah, um, he certainly showed me. And then all of a sudden, my focus changed very much. From I didn't want to hit like Ben Hogan anymore. I wanted to be Seve Ballesteros. Mm-hmm. I wanted to chip him close. and My wedges stiff, and you know, putt with without a care. It seemed you know, Seve just had that knack of putting. It looked like without a care. Yeah, and he would he 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 didn't line up putts. He kind of. Danced around putts, you know. (laughs) He was almost—it was almost like he was in some kind of musical. The way that he lined up a putt, he didn't care as much.
2: I don't think we underestimate our mind's ability to be able to read a golf green just by looking at it, without actually getting down on one knee and taking a close look. You just walk up, you can feel it. Your feet are on there, you can feel the angle, you can see it. I think we underestimate the ability to. I agree. I agree. And yeah, the one Arnold Palmer passed last year.
1: and one of the, one of the quotes that he used a lot, that always stuck in my mind, was he was he was always known as a brilliant driver of the ball. He's probably the best driver of the ball of his time, um, and the best putter. Beautiful combination if you want to win lots of tournaments. Mm. Hit the ball that long helped. and straight, and hold lots of putts. Yes. He always said that he wasn't the best putter, but he was the best green reader. Yep. And I reckon that's yeah. a nice way. I mean, I, it, it's true. I mean, if you hit, if, if you're a bad if you if you can't read greens, well, it doesn't matter if you're hitting no. good parts, doesn't matter. But if you're hitting, if you're a good green
2: reader, then you actually get a little room for error. Yep, you, you do? know, yep. you do. Do you um get away over the summer period? Play any different courses, Marco? Uh,
1: no, not really, not really. I oh, mean, I love Melbourne this time of year. Yeah. I can't believe people getting out of Melbourne wow. this time of year. Weather it's so pretty, nice pretty, down here.
2: Pretty lousy for some of it.
1: Yeah, for some of it. But right. I, I understand people getting away. Uh, in October or yep. June, because mm. you know, it gets pretty cold down here, but not this time of year.
2: I was down it's the peninsula a little bit. Where'd you go? Played the national, which was Ooh. nice. Which course? Uh, the nation- I played ocean course yeah, I played like there. I've played the ocean as well. Yes. At one stage. Which was nice. Yes. Um, didn't play overly well at the start, but came yeah. home pretty well once right. I figured out the greens. <laughs> yeah. So well, my uncle's a member down there, and we... Um, Okay. Probably at about the sixth hole, he said, oh, I can see you're struggling a bit on the green. The pace, I couldn't couldn't pick the pace up. Right. And he said, have a look at where the sun sets. Yeah. Right. He said, the grass grows towards the west where yeah. the sun sets. So that's He's where the green. grain goes, yeah. All right. He said, so if you're hitting down towards the west, he said, your putt will be much quicker. That's true. And if you're hitting back up towards the east, that it'll is be true. much slower. I reckon it, was <laughs> it just transformed me on the greens yeah. after that. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, look. you... You talk about reading greens and knowledge and whatnot, but
1: <laughs> I just, get more surprises yeah. at uh, the national than any other golf course I've ever played. Yeah, all of them, whether it's the ocean, the Moona, or the old. Mm. So I hit putts there, and I think, "What the hell happened?" But yeah. I've never, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, because down here in uh, in Melbourne and Sydney in Tasmania, there's not a lot of grain. But there might be. Maybe there is more grain at the national that we know of, because what you're saying is exactly right. You put down grain there much faster. But in, people in Queensland, yeah, on, they they live about. I mean, this is all they yeah. know. <laughs> um, yeah, you can have you can have a, a flat surface and the grain going one way, and the green will run at 12 down grain, and you do the put the stip meter. at the other way against the grain, and it'll yep. run at nine. Yeah, I mean, totally different speeds. But the Queenslanders—they don't even look at the grain; they mm. look at the colour of the
2: grass, and they just know. It's incredible. Fascinating course design down there too. The setup yes. in the ocean. I know it's not overly popular. No, it's not the most so so popular.
1: A There's a bit of talk that Tom Doak was going to yes. have another crack at the greens yeah. because a lot you know, of two-tiered greens. Yeah, the old—the old, old is—you know—the old could have been. The greatest golf course in the world. Maybe just went a little bit too far on those greens. Uh, Trent Jones Jr. bad luck about that one, but <laughs> but but you know it's one, the, it's one of the most. I mean, everyone loves the old. Yeah. Everyone that's just the way I see it anyway. And um, the Mooner down there is a masterpiece. Yep. Greg Norman just absolutely mm-hmm. sensational. Uh, but I'm with you. You know, you get down there and you get down there uh, during summer, uh, and and you play the old, and you know. Oh, well, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but still good. It's just yeah. great. Still some beautiful holes out there. Very much
2: enjoyed it, mate. Um, I Very hope, much enjoyed I'd it.
1: love to see Tom Doak work with that land. Yeah. I'd love to see the result.
2: would be good. Yeah, it'd be interesting. We've got to play the Dunes as well down there. Oh, well, so I love the Dunes. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a lover of sure the Dunes.
1: Good. I still haven't been down the King Island. No. Right, I'm going to put a trip together. Okay. For the boys. You're coming down. Okay. So what we might do, we might leave on a Thursday night. Yep. You might leave on a Thursday night or a Friday night. Yeah, we'll leave on a Thursday night. No, we'll have to leave on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. We'll leave on a Friday night. You can fly down from Essendon. You can also get stuff from Morabin, but you can fly down on a plane that's significant uh, in Essendon, <laughs> a 20 seater. Uh, you can whiz down there and whiz back, and we can play the next. Yeah, you, know, you can play one course. I think Dr. Turf did that over the Christmas New did Year he?
2: period. He played down there. Yeah, I heard him on radio on last weekend. What did he say? said it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Everyone I know yep. who's been down there automatically mm.
1: says top 10 golf course in the world, Cape yep. Wickham.
2: Now, Ocean Dunes. They, oh, it was already, what, what did it come in at debut? 20 Twenty-four something? or something. Yeah.
1: Twenty-four. Ocean Dunes, are, it's a little bit tighter, Ocean Dunes, but there's a, big wraps on Ocean Dunes as mm. well. I don't. This, now, do we, we go down to the Tassie, don't we? Yeah. If anyone is listening from the government in Tasmania, <laughs> Fairdinkum, what, what are you guys doing? It should be that there should be accommodation built immediately yep. by the government somewhere in between these two golf courses. Uh, there should be um, – there's another golf course that Jeff Ogilvie and Mike Clayton are working on with Maddie Goggin. Mm. There's a little atoll of land right next to Hobart Airport. Right. Now, if – if Rest Point Casino – <laughs> if there's someone down there listening from... If, if Rest Point... I mean, have a look at what's... Have a look at what happened at Barnburgle, Have a look at what's happening at King Island. If Clayton Ogilvy and Medi Goggin build this golf course in this atoll, they reckon it's going to be like Pine Valley. Pine Valley's normally number one or two in the world. Yeah. There's a 36 hole. I mean, if the Tassie government and Rest Point get behind these golf complexes, think of the trip. <sighs> you go from Melbourne to King Island, from King Island to Barnbergal, from Barnbergal... You go to Rest Point Casino and finish up your boys trip at Rest Point Casino. Stop it! If <laughs> the Tasmanian government aren't getting behind this sort of stuff, then, then what come are you doing? What, what, what? In fact, are you doing? Yep. You're creating jobs. People will come down to Tassie and see what you've got to offer. Yeah. Nice. Madness. Nice. Get involved, Tassie. Love it. Tourism. Tourism, Tasmania.
2: Can we get them on? We might have to. Can we get them on next week?
1: Let's get them let's on let's next organize, week. Let's organise this trip. Nah, it's stuffed the to trip. <laughs> Let's organise rest point. Let's organise some accommodation on King Island.
2: Yeah, It may be sensational. Sensational. Hey, we've got to get to a break. I want to talk about some equipment changes from the pros. There's a bit of news kicking around. Now, you've seen this. I haven't, so I'm keen to see uh, a little bit of change. All right. We'll take a break. This is the Clubhouse. Julian Bayard is my name. Mark Allen is here as well. We'll be back right after this. In your life have you seen anything like that? You're listening to The
0: Clubhouse.
2: Yeah, you certainly are. This is the clubhouse right around Australia. Julian Bayard is my name. Mark Allen is here as well as we talk all things golf right around the country. Now, Marco, uh, there's been a few changes in the off season. Uh, there always is this time of
1: year. Yeah, but I'm not across
2: them all. Yeah, you are. Now we're going to inform because people love it. I I think people oh, yeah, are golfing it. fans are fascinated by the equipment and the apparel and balls and everything mm. that the pros use because. It's, it's so accessible for the the local yeah. golfer because they can go out and they can use the same stuff. Yeah, it's, and funny, it's not overly overly priced. It's funny for the you mention this. Once upon a time when I
1: was playing uh, the web.com tour which is used to be the Hogan tour when I was mm. playing at 94 or whatever it was, uh, they used to have this thing called the, um, uh, the it, it was the club count for players who weren't who didn't have contracts, which was interesting because yeah. they could pretty much take whatever they wanted to. But these days, it seems everyone's on a contract, Yes, but they can. There's always room to move. So for instance, ping, uh, I always remember when I used to play ping clubs many moons ago, Every everyone's contract, you had to use just 11 ping clubs, mm-hmm. then you had a little bit of room to move. And I think it's pretty much the same. You've got a little bit of room to move. So you see Dustin Johnson using a Scotty... Uh, Cameron, Cameron Putter, Putter. Yep. well he was for a while now he's using the Jason Day mm. one that everybody's using okay, from TaylorMade okay. yep. so there's always a little bit of room to move so that what's in the bags I always just have a look because you get you get a real feel if someone moves outside the boundaries of who they're sponsored by
2: yes ooh it's a mm, pretty good reason for that it.
1: there's well, a
2: really good reason for it the, the fascinating one for me and he's going to be our Honda Power Player of the Week Marco is mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy Oh, let's go because um, he was the man of course who moved to Nike Yep. Yeah. And then had all the troubles at the start trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. And now, of course, Nike has stopped making golf yep. equipment. They're, out. They're st- sticking with golf apparel, but the equipment's gone. Mm. So Rory McIlroy had a free reign, yeah. effectively, to ch- go out, yeah. try anything he wanted, yes. and pick the best stuff. That's exactly him. right. And he hasn't signed with anyone. Has not signed, And has said he's not signing with anyone this year. Just going to use Just gonna the use best gear. Just going to use the best gear. This will be interesting. That he wanted. So... Report what driver is he using? He's using a Callaway Epic Sub-Zero driver. Callaway Epic Sub-Zero driver. It's funny you say that. And custom Apex MB irons. Custom Apex. you right. Okay. Yep.
1: So he's Callaway with the irons and the driver. It's funny you say it because he was using a tailor-made M2. Yes. Uh, and at the, at the uh, end of last year. Yes, he was. At the end of last year. Um, and I was lucky enough to have a word with Adam Scott. And I said, what's the story with McElroy? Are you keeping up with McElroy? And he goes, mate, when he was using the Nike Stuff we were head neck and neck, yeah. Uh, and as soon as he went to the M2, he was got maybe about 20 yards. Yeah. So the Callaway thing, he must be wrapped
2: with, must be wrapped with yeah, right now. On. Uh, Tidalist Vokey Wedges, Ooh, which is interesting. That's interesting. He's going to use the Titleist Pro V1X, yeah. Balls, yeah, that's that's the that's pretty much, yeah, that's what you fall back on, yeah. And a prototype Odyssey putter, an Odyssey putter, mm. right? Oh, so See, oh, it's funny because. A free reign for everything, and he's mixed it up. He's mixed it he's right up.
1: Say what the fairway woods are. Uh, I'll come back to you. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> come back to me with the fairway woods. Because he's, he's a five-wood man. Now, it's incredible, you know, he's got more club head speed, and, and he hits it past Adam Scott, folks. So you can imagine how far this little guy hits the golf ball. Um, he still has a five-wood in his bag on most weeks in America. Yeah, you know, there are people getting around... Yeah, they don't fully understand the golf ball and the way it's designed to work. There are still people getting around with one and two irons in their bag. Yep. And hello, Alex, I'm playing with you this morning at Kingston Heath, and you've got a one and a two-iron in the bag. So, you know, this new ball, it just it doesn't work. It does not work if you want the ball to have any kind of stopping power with the long ir- with the longer shots, if you're using two irons and, and one irons and two irons, particularly if, you, if the club head speed is falling back. So yeah. unless you want the ball to run onto the greens, which I imagine some people do, mm. um the, the, these clubs just, you know, the, the, they don't function like yep. like we all want them to do. He's he's I think he's five wood by memory, he's got eighteen or nineteen degrees. So, you know, it's pretty much the same as as what an old four wood used to be. Um uh Tiger Woods does the same thing. He's mm-hmm. got the M1 five wood I saw, one of the what's in the bags yep. recently, and um he's got and he's got a fifteen degree and a nineteen degree. Um and about a nine and a half. He's year going driver. back to his old Scotty Cameron. He's favorite. going back to the Scotty Cameron, yes. yeah, with a it's a really low profile face. Yeah. And McElroy, remember McElroy, he actually got no it wasn't McElroy? No, it was uh Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler got the keys to Mr. Vo, uh to Scotty Cameron's war chest. Yes. I went in there and found an old Tiger Woods putter <laughs> with a really low profile face. And uh in the end Scotty Cameron said, Yeah, we'll stuff it. <laughs> you know, he's not with us anymore. You can have the keys. <laughs> so, Ricky Powell was the first person out there with with the old um, Tiger Woods grind yep. for, he, for the way he had his putter set up.
2: Now, the other interesting one, Marco, you know, Tiger Woods, the Bridgestone ball, which, Bridgestone of course, Stone he ball. used back in the uh, Caribbean, Yeah, I think, that's right. In the Bahamas. Tournament. Yep. That's right. Well, I
1: think when Nike first started making golf balls, Bridgestone made them for Nike. Yep. And then they progressed, and you know things that you know kicked on for Nike, and they had their own golf ball division. So mm-hmm. um, it, that's interesting. So a lot of the technology, you know, it's it's a bit like um, NRL and, and AFL clubs, where you know assistant coaches go from one <laughs> club to the next, and you know all the information is pretty much spread. Yep. Uh, via Fire that. It's the same in the golf uh, club building and golf ball world, where you know People someone move around. Yeah, there's there's a guy at Titleist who's been making the Pro V1x on the Pro V1 for the last 10 years and let's say he's on 300,000 but they've got you know Nike can see that Titleist have a 90% share of yeah. of all golf ball sales they go well, he's on 300,000 what would he say if we put 500,000 a year in front of him mm. well, he'd probably pop over probably and, come and yeah, the info, so the info <laughs> all every bit of information all the aerodynamic information and sweet spot information and club head design information Pretty much everyone's across it these yep. days. Yeah. Pretty much everyone's across it. But there must be certain things, because you know, everyone, I mean, you know, even though there are some great balls. The TaylorMade ball's great. The Callaway ball's fantastic. Bridgestone, clearly sensational golf ball. But most amateurs, just Titleist is the biggest name in golf, and yep. they keep on going Well, to I it. You should ask, try the TaylorMade, though. I'm a TaylorMade. I want to ask you a fantastic. question
2: about the Titleist Pro V1 v Pro V1X. Yeah, yeah, let's do Roy- it. So what are you... They, so in the, on the shelf they're both yep. right there, and they got yep. one's got an X next to it, one doesn't. Yeah, what's the what are we looking at? Well,
1: one, one, the one with the X doesn't spin as much mm. as the one without the X. So the pros they don't want the ball to spin one bit with the driver because you know they they have enough club head speed to get this thing the launch mm-hmm. and really go. The other advantage that the pros have because when it, it doesn't spin as much with the driver, it also doesn't spin as much with the wedges. But the one great advantage that professional golfers have is that. They can just change their wedges every two or three weeks (laughs) and they can really take advantage of these beautiful sharp grooves. So quite often, you know, for instance, if we're playing a US Open and the greens are going to be rock hard and the boys have had a look at the forecast and they're going to be rock hard, then they get identical sandwiches made with the sharpest possible grooves. And even though they're using the X ball that doesn't spin as much, because they've got these new sharp grooves, they can just rip it wherever they want to go. Yeah. There's no worries at all. So I always, you know, for most amateur players, the X is the wrong ball. One because you don't have enough clubhead speed to keep the thing in the air, unless you're using a 12 degree driver, which isn't a bad option mm-hmm. for some people. Or even a 14 degree driver, they should be. They should make 14 degree drivers for you know some seniors. I'll I'll be using a, I'll be I'll be going to a 12 degree driver pretty soon. Yeah. Once my club, I mean, I'm, my yeah, clubhead's my clubhead speed is at about 105 miles an hour mm-hmm. when I was playing. A lot of golf when I was young, I was up around 118. Now it's 105. Once that drops under 100 miles per hour, hopefully I've got another 10 <laughs> years at least. Once it drops under 100 100 miles per hour, I'm going. I'll be using yeah. a 12 degree driver. Yep. Really simple. And then once it gets down to 90, I'll be looking for a 14 degree driver. <laughs> so you know, you know, with the new ball, um, I. I and if you don't have the luxury of getting new wedges all the time, then I think the X is out of range for pretty right. much every single amateur golfer. There yep. might be a handful who mm-hmm. you know can still get 110 miles an hour club head speed, but even those guys, even those guys, they don't have the luxury of getting sharp grooves when no. they want them. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I reckon most players should be using a ball without the X mm-hmm. applied to it. There you go.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now the big one, the big one we've saved till last, is mm-hmm. the world number one. Jason Day
1: Jason Day he's no
2: longer wearing the Adidas gear no he's got the swoosh he's gone mm. the swoosh now of course we've talked on this show a number of times about mm. his love for tiger woods yes and how he just pretty much wants to be tiger woods yes. which is fair enough yeah it's alright not, not a bad no person worries. to aspire to be like um on the course, at least. Um, now, maybe off depending on <laughs> depending on who you are, depending on your situation. That's right. Now, um, <laughs> he has changed to the swoosh. Now, interestingly, the most interesting thing about this, I reckon, is mm. that normally the Nike apparel they don't allow anything else yeah, that's on the right. polo. That's Nothing right. Nothing else. Clean slate. Just the swoosh. Head the toe on the left pocket or yep. the right, wherever it might yeah, be. Yeah, it looks awesome. By the way, that's why Tiger Woods looks so good for yeah. so long. Not for Jason Day though. What's he got? He gets the Lexus on the sleeve. They've Is allowed right? him to have the Lexus. Right, So, so
1: well, if you're number 1 in the world, I guess you, you get do a whatever little you, want. you get a little bit of you get a little bit of something. Yep. Because you you, know, you see, you know, when I watch the tennis, and, you know, the, all the tennis guys are in town at the moment. Yeah. Uh then, you know, someone like um Something like Djokovic, he's going to have the Uniqlo. He's also got Mercedes-Benz. And yep. you see... Um, Roger. Roger. Just with the
2: tick. Just the tick. Looks good, doesn't That's it? That's right. So yep.
1: even Roger can't get anything else. I mean, you'd reckon Mercedes-Benz or somebody would be looking after Rog, mm. I would have thought. But, yep. you know, Adam Scott, he's uh, Uniqlo, he's got the Mercedes-Benz yep. uh, logo there as well.
2: So, there you go. hey, I'm um, Jason oh, Day. Oh, he's got a bit of spoke, power then, Jason. Jason Day spoke this week ahead of the current Oh that's yeah, going yeah. on over yeah. in Hawaii. Tournament yeah, the Tournament Champions.
1: Of Champions, the SBS. Yes. they They branched out, haven't they? SBS. Go going well. I didn't know
2: that. That's, <laughs> that's in a budget. <laughs> <laughs> going real well. Uh, so, Jason Day spoke about uh, changing apparel over to Nike. Let's have a listen. Yeah,
0: it's I mean, it's, it's probably a bit of a different uh, look. Uh, I mean, that's a big look, big different, You know, it's a, a massive difference. Um, you know and a lot of people probably haven't got used to the sight of me actually wearing the swoosh and being able to wear Nike stuff and um you know once again you know at 16 17 I was wearing the stuff and I was you know so happy because that's what you know tigers wearing um but to 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 be able to you know you no know, when I first started my career I went and saw Tailor Made ideas went and saw Nike as well and I ended up going up with go, Playing telemeters. So I'm, I'm very thankful for the last, you know, 10, 11 years with, uh, you know, what Adidas has given me. But, you know, for this chapter, um, of my life, this is an exciting time because I'm able to, um, I feel like I'm coming into my peak of my career and able to play some of the best golf, but also wear the best brand in golf, um, you know, sporting apparel uh, wise. And, uh, I'm looking forward to, to the future of that. So we'll, uh, We'll
2: see how it goes. There he is, Jason Day, having a discussion Mm. about his new Nike gear. There you go. Looking forward to it. Give me a big year. uh, It's a clean look. and Yeah, Jason, he's a good-looking rooster
1: um, and with the number one world ranking next to his name and hopefully a couple of
2: more majors
1: in 2017.
0: How
2: good would that be? He's still going to have the tailor-made... Clubs and balls. as
1: well. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. for people wondering, because, you know, there was T Mag, so it was Team Adidas and TaylorMade Golf. Yes. Or something like T Mag. Yep. TaylorMade Adidas Golf is, is what it was. Uh, Adidas sold TaylorMade. Yep. So that's why he's able to do that. Uh, it's interesting, Dustin Johnson stuck with Adidas and a few others. But uh, yeah, I think you probably hit the nail on the head that uh, he's wanted to be Tiger for a long time. <laughs> now he can be. And, uh, you know, the shush is a very much it's, it's right there where Tiger always has been
2: that's our Honda always Power Player of the Week for Honda's four-stroke lawn and garden range from $329 only at your specialist Honda dealer Honda's mm. four-stroke lawn and garden range from $329 perfect for summer that's hey just on Jason he's yeah. t-
1: there's a bit of word talk about him shortening his swing you want to talk about that at some stage yeah as well let's
2: take a break we've got some audio of Jason today talking about his swing to help his yeah. back let's uh, take a break we'll talk about that next this is the Clubhouse right around Australia in your- Have you seen anything like that? You're listening
0: to The Clubhouse.
2: Welcome back. It is The Clubhouse right across Australia. Julian Bayard and Mark Allen with you. Marco, time to go inside The Clubhouse. We do it every week, all for Club Mandalay Golf Course. Mm. If you are playing golf in Melbourne, visit uh, clubmandalay.com.au. And if you use the code CMGOLF, you can save 10% when you book online. clubmandalay.com.au. Now, talk about Jason Day uh, changing his swing fraction. Said he picked up a club twice during his three-month layoff. Hopefully hopefully
1: that's, a, hopefully that's a throwaway line. Yeah. Hopefully it's a throwaway line. Um, if he's talking about shortening his swing, are we going to hear yeah. from him? Okay, let's, see if, let's hear him say a few words first.
0: Over the last week, um, a week and a half to you know two weeks, I've been trying to really shorten it out. Um, and it's more so just trying to... I, I'd like to really tighten my core because, you know... I think a lot of amateurs struggle to get turned. Um, we've, as golfers, you, it's very rarely that you see guys struggle to get turned. Um, so if I don't turn as much, there may be... Now, it, granted, there's some good parts to it and some bad parts to it. If you don't turn as much, you'll hit the wall and you'll stop, and it'll be a shorter swing. It'll be more compact. It'll be a lot tighter, and that that's, hopefully will take a lot more pressure off my back. Um, but with that said... There may be a maybe a chance that you might hit it shorter. Um, I think I've got enough distance right now to be able to get away with it, but um, you know I just got to keep staying on top of it. I mean it's it's very very difficult for me to shorten it because it, right now because it just every time I turn it just the hands keep wanting they want to keep it going and going and going. I guarantee if you put my swing up last year to two or three years ago it's there's a significant difference in driver length so um i think that's also what caused my thumb injury as well because of that last little bit of transition speed through the top and that's what caused that as well so it's a snowball effect really sometimes and um yeah just trying to work on it just technically on the range just trying to shorten it
2: How's it going to go, Marco, shortening his swing?
0: Well, I like it. Uh,
1: you know, anytime you do that, you're going to hit the ball straighter. Yeah. Um, look, as kids, um, everyone's very flexible when they pick up a golf club and they start hitting balls mm-hmm. one after another. I mean, all young players, you know, they're almost, you know, things they do things to actually stop their shoulder turn. So Tiger Woods used to pigeon-toe his right foot to try and stop his shoulders from turning so much. Um, Jason's just going to try and shorten it up a little bit, which, which makes sense to me. Um, but... I always just, I just go back to this trying to hit the ball so hard with the driver. I mean, I think we spoke about this last year. You he know, if, you're, if the cricket's on at the moment, um, and we we're always wondering about when the next bowler's going to break down. Well, yeah. if if a fast bowler's trying to bowl at 160 clicks yep. every single ball, I'm tipping that he's going to have a bigger chance of breaking down than mm-hmm. the guy who th- tries to 160 every once in a while. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty much bowls at the 142, 143, mm-hmm. then wants to really step it up. Maybe once and over, twice and over.
2: I don't know. I'm not a cricketer. But, you know, I, I would have yep.
1: thought that's... Jason, with his driver, is pretty much trying to hit the ball flat out with every single drive he hits. There's that it?
2: famous quote he said, I think, before the um, yeah. PGA last year, where he said, when I get nervous, I just try and hit it harder. That's <laughs> going to be the first time that's ever worked in professional <laughs> golf. And, you know, that's, that's,
1: that's, that's been how he's fallen down a couple of times. I mean, he's hit bad drives at 17 at Augusta and, and a few things like that. Yeah. So he doesn't have the... He doesn't have the 80%, 85% driver swing. He just doesn't have it. Shortening the swing might help him. Mm-hmm. It actually might help him do that. Um, the, the other thing, he spoke about um, him not hitting the ball as far. Yeah. That, that might be the case with the driver. I reckon he'll hit the ball every bit as far with the irons because he did hit the ball very, very high. He did. Um, and that when, famous
2: two-iron he hit oh, yeah. on uh, 18. Oh, mate. That was uh, ridiculous. How he gets get that height with that two-iron?
1: Ridiculous at the PGA, yep. seventy-second hole. Ridiculous that's, yep. that that golf shot. So, when you have a shorter swing, um, uh, on, a, on a general case-by-case case study, uh, you shorten the swing. You actually lower the trajectory of your you know, of of the ball. So, when you lower the trajectory of his irons, I think the ball will pretty much go the same distance. Mm-hmm. He might you, he might lose ten. 10 yards it's a fair way yeah. 10 yards with the driver but if he hits the ball straighter and has not hurt as much then it's probably a win every player seems to do it at some stage yep just tone things down a little bit
2: he's shortening his swing Marco mm. but he may be lengthening his time of yeah, play yeah that's right because um, he spoke about it during the week as well <laughs> the fact that Perhaps last year, he didn't take enough time before oh his oh shots. Yeah. No, he, he, this has created controversy well, online, and a lot of golf riders have had yeah, a go at Jason this. about this. Well, only, he, he came out before this tournament in Hawaii and said he needs to take more time. Yeah. When this, this whole movement about trying to speed up professional golf, because it just they just take so Yeah, up. And well, he said he needs to take more time. He goes, I don't more care deliberate. if people hate me. He goes, I don't care if I cop flack for it, but I'm going to take more time.
1: Well, I hope they penalise him in a tournament that he can't win because you can't, you can't do it. You can't. Um, he, at the start of the, you know, last year he won the players championship. Why the wire? Yeah. He won a world golf championship event, which was the match play. Mm-hmm. He also won Arnold Palmer's event. Um, so he had a, he had a cracking ear without winning a major. Uh, the second half of the year, he didn't play so well. And he, he's said in his, in his press conferences, he wasn't as deliberate. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, I think deliberate is the wrong word. You've got to be decisive. Yeah. You know, when you look at the greats, so you know, Jack Nicholas was deliberate, um, and he, he's in an age where he could. Someone like Tiger Woods, you know, he, it was fun to watch Tiger because he didn't stuff around. I, I hope, I don't know, I don't know what to say, but I hope he doesn't stuff this up. Yeah, <laughs> because you, when you, being, don't want the,
2: you don't want the public to turn on him, that's no. the thing. Because we love him, we we want him to go well. But if he if he takes so long to oh, play mate. a game of golf.
1: Being overly deliberate, being deliberate is a hair away from yeah. being stodgy. Yep. And, you know, you start becoming stodgy and that's when you overthink things. Your fellow players start turning on oh, you because they're just getting yuck. impatient. Yeah, yeah. No good. No yuck. good. Yuck, yuck, yuck. You can't do it. So I'd, I'd rather see him being um, decisive rather yep. than deliberate.
2: All right. We're going to get to a break, Marco. Got a masterclass. Yeah. First one of 2017 up next. It is all for Club Mandalay. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. It's golf in Melbourne's north. And an Australian golfing champion who went back to a local course and won a golf ball. We're going to finish with that. tell this story. (laughs) It's up next on The Clubhouse. Marco's Masterclass. It's the first one of 2017, a free golf lesson Mm. from Mark Allen.
1: Rightio, now, to,
2: to get you rolling, the
1: biggest problem in golf for 2017, to get you rolling in 2017, the biggest problem in golf that I see from pretty much every player is that their stomach gets in the way of their arms on the way through. Mm-hmm. Once this happens, once, if you're right your You're talking player, if you've
2: got a big gut. Well, yeah, <laughs>
1: people stand up straight through the ball. When they're trying to hit the ball hard, they stand up really straight, and all of a sudden their stomach right. and their belt gets in the way of, mm-hmm. of where, the, where their arms are supposed to... You know, the channel yeah. that your arms come down through, particularly that right arm, if you're right a player, right-handed player, the, the the channel gets blocked, and then you've got to do... It It, it just stuffs everything up. So... the. The great Mac O'Grady, who was, you know, a lot of people didn't like Mac, but he had a wonderful swing and really understood what he was doing. One of his big things was to keep his angles. So you can imagine someone set up their spine angle. I'm not going to say a 45-degree angle when they're over the ball, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You don't want that spine angle to change. And what you want to do is you want to feel like your spine angle remains the same in the follow-through. So you're not standing up straight. If, you're, if you find yourself today on the golf course finishing your follow through and you feel like you're straight up and down then you haven't kept your angle so the best players keep their angles and one of the reasons that they do that is that the channel that their arms are coming down and through remains clean you won't get that big fat christmas guts in the way That's it. and stuff things up <laughs> so keep your angles this year mm-hmm. like i said before if you finish your follow through and you don't feel like you're over a little bit you know over your head should be over where the ball was if you're standing straight up and down you haven't kept your angles very well. You haven't kept your angle very well in the follow through. Yep. So, look if that doesn't make sense to you, ask a PGA professional. There's one at every golf course you'll yes. ever see. Even some of the you know some of the stores around. Ask these guys because they know what they're talking about. Get yourself off to a good start. And here's another little tip: go get yourself a 2017 lesson. Yep. And get that video camera out. Start it well. Get people videoing. You'll be amazed what you pick up yourself if if you get people to video Mm. your swing. And do it when you're on the golf course, not in the practice range. Do it when
2: you're out in the golf course and the shot counts. I love the first tip of the year, Marco, this time of year. People carrying a little bit extra. Help them avoid the guts. I like it. Yep. Get it out of the way. <laughs> Keep your angles on the follow-through and get that big fat Christmas gut out of the way. Hey, before we get out of here, Marco, I loved love this uh, tweet from the Port Fairy Golf Club. I still haven't been down there. On, uh, it's one of the best Wednesday. golf courses we have in
1: the country. Yep. I have still haven't been down
2: there to play. Thanks for visiting today, Mark Leishman. Hope you enjoyed the course. Your 36 points, brackets, off plus seven, <laughs> close brackets, won you a ball in the comp. You got a ball. <laughs> I hope it's a Titleist for him. He had 18 points on the front and 18 points on the back, mm. including a wipe on 13, which is the easiest hole on the course. Oh. I would love to have known what happened on that hole.
1: Well, maybe you should maybe do him a favor and give him a Taylor made ball. Yeah. He's been using the Titleist for Taylor. Do you have <laughs> a favor, Isn't that? I love those stories. How good's that? I know Todd Sinnott in a monthly medal, shot sixty-two. Net sixty eight. He was off plus six. <laughs> Net sixty eight. Come on, guys. <laughs> give us a chance. <laughs> uh, and I played with Marcus Fraser at Kingston Heath last year. Um, he was playing off plus seven as well, mm. and had thirty six points. It's <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. Incredible. <laughs> we to get out of here, Marcus. Hey, buddy. Been good to be back.
2: It is. We'll see you next week after the first round of tournaments. Catch you next week, buddy. See you then.